0: Welcome to the DABA Africa Investment Weekly Podcast. I'm Boom, CEO of DABA Finance, a unified investment platform helping individuals and businesses make high-quality investments in Africa. You're listening to another episode of DABA Africa Weekly, your go-to source for the latest and greatest investment news from the African continent. Each weekend, we bring to you a comprehensive rundown of the biggest stories and trends shaping the world of finance and business in Africa. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting out, this podcast will keep you informed and ahead of the curve. So sit back, relax, grab a coffee, and join us as we dive into the exciting world of investment in Africa.
1: This week, we are excited to reveal that DABA participated in a 1.3 million pre-seed round, while insurance-focused startups dominated the headlines after two major players in the space closed fundraising rounds. Kenya-based Bupas, a digital ticketing company for transport operators, closed a 1.3 million dollars pre-seed round that saw participation of Founders Factory Africa, Daba Finance, Google Black Founders Fund, and several indoor investors. For us, the appeal of BullPass was the fact that it's solving a fundamental problem in the largely traditional, manual, and fragmented room transport sector. And it currently processes about 12,000 transactions per day across its booking channels and has recorded over 9 million ticket sales. Nigeria based Curacell raised $3 million in seed funding to roll out new technology solutions designed to power new insurance experiences and expand into North Africa. Meanwhile, its South African counterpart, Naked, which offers a digital way for consumers to ensure their cars, homes, and valuables, raised $17 million in Series beef funding. Both deals are significant considering Africa has a crucial need for innovative insurance solutions to address the significant lack of coverage of the continent. Less than 3% of Africans. Have any form of insurance, although South Africa fares better compared to its peers in the region, with about 60% of its people having some form of coverage. But as a continent, there is still a lot of room to improve access, presenting a market opportunity for startups like Make It, Curacell. Kenya's data center market is at a growing stage with revenues expected to reach $100 million by 2027. This growth is driven by one, the growing demand for SMEs; two, rising internet penetration rate, three, Kenya's preference for mobile commerce, and four, the new entrants like Africa data centers, which is significantly accelerating Market expansion. Outside Kenya, the African data center market was valued at $2 billion in 2020 and is expected to grow to $5 billion by 2026 at a rate of 15%. One of Africa's largest innovation hubs, Co-Creation Hub, CC Hub is launching a $15 million accelerator program to back and support 72 African edtech startups over the next three years. As Africa's startup landscape grows, accelerators like these play an important role in providing crucial access to capital and mentorship to startups. A CC Hub program is also tackling a crucial problem in Africa the region in dire need of approved education methods.
0: Dear listener, would you like to get more insights on the investment landscape in Africa? Simply download the DABA Finance application today. You can create a free account and access daily market updates as well as intelligence reports for free. The application is available on the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store.
1: And for our weekly headline roundup, Smile Identity, a leading ID verification and KYC startup, closed a $20 million series B round. Clean Tech Quota, plans further growth, backed by a new $8 million funding. Terra raised $1.5 million to improve food supply in rural. while Nobility startup Trips expanded to Kenya with a $1.2 million investment boost. In other news, French telecom giant Orange jointly unveiled a new digital center in Sierra Leone with the German government. Starling plans to pilot its internet satellite in Rwandan schools ahead of launch this month. Nigerian crypto startup Fluid Coins was acquired by UAE's Block Phoenix after failing to raise funding. And according to disrupt Africa's new funding report, active investors in African tech grew by 28% in 2022.
0: Speaking about Koto's raise, Daba reached out to Fabrice de Godemont, co-founder of the Clean tech company. Following the announcement of his company's new round of funding, we asked him what excited him the most about the next phase in Koto's journey, specifically, and the energy industry more broadly. He also revealed the company's plans
2: with the fresh capital injection. Here
0: is what he had to say.
2: Cotto is going to use the proceeds of this injection for two main things. One is to buy more inventory in Benin and Burkina where demand is very high. Second, we're going to use the proceeds to expand in Ivory Coast where we're not present at the moment. So we are setting up a new team and we have contracted with the distributor over there and this will uh, allow us to bring our hardware which is quite uh, differentiated from uh, the competition in the Ivory Coast. If we look more strategically than the immediate use of our process of this capital injection, there are two main things that are for the future at Koto. The first one is we are starting to develop additional essential services on top of the energy layer. So this is access to data in rural areas. And the second is financial services. At the same time that there are more than 600 million people that don't have access to electricity in Africa, we have basically the same statistics for access to internet data or for access to financial services. There are from 500 to 800 million people in Africa that have that are un- unbanked and don't have access to internet data. The combination of these three essential services, first access to energy, then access to data and financial services, is for us the key for unlocking economic development. So that's SDG8 and Koto overall is working to that purpose. We think that this has the most impact the economic development of rural population.
0: And that's all for today's episode of DABA's Africa Investment Weekly Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's rundown of the most notable investment news and trends from across the continent. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe and share it with your friends and colleagues. Rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. Remember to tune in next week for more in-depth commentary on the world of investments in Africa. Until next time, happy investing with DABA. The information contained in this recording does not constitute research or recommendation from any DABA entity to the listener. Neither DABA nor any of its affiliates makes any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any information contained in this recording. And any liability, therefore, including in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage is expressly disclaimed. DABA is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this recording. In addition, the receipt of this recording by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving of investment advice by DABA to that listener nor to constitute such person a client of any DABA entity.